Hello, this is Echoes on Air. Uh, my name is Jack, and I am the co-producer of the podcast along with Janelle. I just wanted to put a quick little forward on this episode so that you as an audience uh, had some context and understood what was going on at the time of recording. Uh, we recorded this episode on Sunday, September 9th, 2018, starting around 4 p.m. Uh, at that time, there was very little information available. Uh, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of hearsay, a lot of frustration and anger from the community because we didn't know who was in charge, uh, what was going on. Uh, all of that will be made very clear at the beginning of the episode. Now, since then, obviously, a lot of things have happened. Now, while we were recording the episode, the arrest was made. Uh, you'll hear it towards the end. But we just wanted to kind of give you that information so that if there's anything that we talk about that's already been decided or something that has come out as false or untrue, uh, just so you have that context, uh, that we definitely recorded it at a, a snippet of time and place of before we knew everything and we were just trying to uh, find an outlet. So we appreciate you for listening to the podcast. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Echoes on Air. I'm Janelle Gray, your host, and I am joined with some um, lovely friends of mine. And I'm going to also just throw out there that this was an unplanned um, podcast. This was not at all intended. Um, but um, for those of you who are not local to me at this moment, um, and I'm going to make sure we... We correctly pronounce his name. Is it Botham Shem Jean or Jean? Have you guys heard anything? I've like? heard Botham. Okay. Jean. Jean. Right, because it has but the he French is from, Yeah, Botham Jean. Okay. Here in Dallas, Texas, um, in downtown Dallas, there was a gentleman that was shot and killed in his apartment by a police officer. Um, and, of course, as per usual, uh, with law enforcement shootings, um, our community is hurting and upset, and that community can be the black community, it could be the Dallas community, it could be the police community, insert whatever adjective you'd like to put there, um, but they are hurting. And so um, in my own pain and, and irritation, um, I was like, I can't do a podcast. And I was like, oh wait, we run the podcast, Jack. We can do a podcast when we want to. That is what we're doing. This is my catharsis. This is my way of healing. And I always call on my friends that I trust um, that will also keep me grounded. And uh, these are some of those people. So I'm going to go around and I just ask you guys to introduce yourself before we get to the topic. Since I'm first up, my name is Christian Watkins. I am a Perkins Seminarian at uh, SMU, uh, Perkins School of Theology. I'm also a uh, candidate for ordination within the United Methodist Church, the North Texas Conference. Um, so I am born and raised here in South, in, in Dallas, in South Dallas. Um, went to Jesuit for high school, went to Loyola, for New Orleans, or went to Loyola University in New Orleans for college. Um, I am community-oriented, uh, God-centered. Um, heavenly focused, so um, I just hope to help some people in the process. Now, to all the organizations that I'm involved with, out of all the organizations that are or that I have put after my name, I'm only here today 
representing myself and my opinions or my own. They aren't reflective of any of the North Texas Conference of the United Methodist Church. They're not reflective of SMU or Perkins School of Theology. None of the organizations that I'm involved in are represented by or, or being represented by the comments that are made here. Uh, hi, my name is Chris. Uh, unlike everyone else here, I am not qualified. I'm it is not true. Stop saying uh, that when you come on. I know. Okay. <laughs> right. I got to be positive. Uh, no, I work in media and uh, I don't know. I tweet a lot. <laughs> hi, my name is Liz Nichols Montalvo and I um, teach history at Eastfield College. I've been in the Dallas County Community College District for almost 15 years. And I also teach African-American history, so this particular topic and everything that's been going on for decades, centuries, is um, of interest to me, and I try to make a difference uh, in the classroom, speaking with students and young people and making sure that they know kind of the historical context for a lot of what we're dealing with in current events. And that's super, I think, important when we're talking about, because I think... I don't know if you can really claim that you don't know that this comes from history anymore. Like when you see these things, like I, I think we're we're too far in it. We're we're too far removed from Trayvon, which is our generation's, I think, Emmett Till. We're too far removed to really be able to say, Oh, I didn't really I wouldn't necessarily say it comes from history, but it's it's gonna be interesting to hear you kinda chime in as well, um, from a history standpoint and how how we may have seen that play out in the past. Um, so for those of you who are unfamiliar, I just wanna kind of, I'm gonna try and strip this down as much as I can because we keep getting information that I'm not sure is necessarily um, what was introduced at first. So what we knew from the beginning, and correct me if I'm wrong, was that an off-duty officer mm -hmm. um, arrived at an apartment that she thought was hers um, and found someone else in the apartment after, and shot and killed him. After a 12 hour duty. After a 12 hour, okay, see I did not, I didn't okay. hear that originally, but it was after a 12 hour. That's what was reported. Okay, because, was that original? Uh, that was in the wave of news that came out uh, Saturday morning. Okay, okay. So that's still two days after, because this happened Thursday, Thursday evening, mm -hmm. right? Um, which was, what is the date? What was that date? everybody's looking at a phone or a watch. September 6th was the, was the Thursday. Okay. So, so we yeah. found out about it early, early in the morning. Because I actually remember waking up on Friday morning mm -hmm. and seeing somebody post about it like at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, so we found out in the wee, wee hours, um, or at least for me, that's wee, wee hours. That might be normal working hours <laughs> for the average person. But uh, we found out around about 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, that So she was coming we what we knew at that point was she arrived home now where she was coming from that's yet to be determined right if, we just know that she was off duty right and that was made apparent so right so with just that information and i know it's going to be really hard because we've all been following this for the last couple of days but with that information <coughs> what was your first like your first knee-jerk reaction because i know what mine was but what was yours how do you get to the wrong floor or the wrong apartment in your complex I, and, 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 and be frustrated that you can't get in and still try to get in that same apartment. Yeah. That was, that was, that, that, that sparred my confusion about this whole issue.
Well, I was confused with, okay, so if it's not her apartment and she puts the key into the, you know, the lock and it doesn't open, wouldn't you step back and look at the number and make sure that you, because I've been at Southside on Lamar mm -hmm. and all the floors look the same. They look and exactly so the same. I actually had a friend that moved from seven to eight and I just didn't click. And so I went to the seventh floor and I walked to where, she, and then I looked and I was like, wait a minute. And you know, before I started banging on any doors or doing anything, I, I caught my mistake because there's numbers right. yeah. on, the, you, on the door. You assess the situation, <laughs> which is what any, I would hope any normal person would do. But, but a police officer, right? It, no Specifically, less. should be right. assessing. A, poli a police officer should in fact assess the situation. What about you? Well, um, so I, I guess I had less question about, about how, well, I was wondering how she got into the apartment. Yeah. But I had less um, less of like, oh, how could you go to the wrong apartment? Because I've definitely done that. I've done that before. <laughs> um, but I, I don't well, my reaction, though, was mostly, um, was mostly just to be upset that this man was dead for, and, and in, I mean, of all circumstances to get shot by a cop, it's like just chilling in your apartment. Mm -hmm. What? And, um, you know, so, so one of the things that's scariest about the whole police brutality thing is the feeling like it could happen anywhere, anytime, anytime. anyplace, you know, but we think about that at least outside, right? The cops could interact with me anytime I'm outside. Yeah. And I was like, but the, I know this guy is like in, in his, his apartment. apartment. Like, if you think anywhere. With the door locked. That was my other thing is because... You know, I feel like a lot of times people are going to try, well, well, you know, this happened or that happened. And, and, and I realized over the weekend I've been saying, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, mom or dad, whoever is listening to this podcast. I have been drunk before. I have been mentally altered. Yeah. I've never been at a point where I just didn't know I wasn't in my apartment. I'm not going to necessarily say After you got that in. I did it. And, and so, and I think that that's what the difference is, is I, I, cause I was like, well, is that necessarily true? Cause I've gone to the wrong apartment. Yeah. I remember living on, on the, but I also remember being really like instantly scared right. that I had tried to open. Cause I was like, Ooh, what if these people were home? They would have killed me. Right. And I remember being instantly scared without now making that reference and, and having that fear. Um, now, I've 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 been in that same position. Yeah. Like I've I went to school in New Orleans. Yeah. So I've come home. I back in my freshman year. Mm -hmm. Would say that I uh, came. I remember coming home, being extremely frustrated that I could not get in my own apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, into my own dorm room. Yeah. Got. I mean, so frustrated. I was, you know, did drunk and inebriated or whatnot. You know, coming in off the street after after Mardi Gras parades or what have you. I mean, you, you feel you have some you have some uh, some uh, what is it some uh, courage that yeah. you didn't have before. <laughs> so like trying to you know beat down my own door, trying to get the attention of my roommate, roommate. and whatnot. Yeah. But then after he didn't after he came out. What was my first reaction? It wasn't you to fight him. I was like, oh, wait, Ooh. let me, sorry, yeah. my bad. You know, that kind of my thing. My bad. Right. Yeah. Well, and do we know, for, this is what was um, confusing to me. Did he open the door? So let's get to that in just a second. Okay. Because I want to go in kind of the way that we were, that we that experienced we have, it. it. Okay. Um, yeah. But let's get to that because that, that adds some extra layers to it right. too. Right. So my, my initial thought let me just ask this. Did you initially think of race? Mm. Because I'm not going to lie. I did. Oh, My yeah. initial thought was when it said, 
Officer, female officer. Didn't say shot. female. Before. No, that's right. It said it officer, said officer shot. Right. And then later I saw a female officer and right. I was like, oh, well, then, yeah. Like before they said anything, right. I think I, I initially thought it was a white officer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was 90% sure that it was a black man right. with, without considering anything else. And I don't necessarily know that that's fair, but I know that that was my instant thing from reading that one story. And then later when I kept reading and it said female officer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought she's definitely white. Right. My first thought actually wasn't for race. It was the condition of the officer. Uh, was, was, was that person drunk or was that person just so tired? But at the same time, you know, I, I know a lot of people who have very strenuous jobs mm -hmm. that work long hours and whatnot. And I can understand some dys dysphoria, some like mm -hmm. confusion or what have you, but I've never heard of anybody taking it to this lethal, violent extreme before. And I think the other thing that I was reading into it is that she had gotten into the house, right? right. So my thing was is it, as mentally altered as you have been, you've never, like I've never walked into a place and thought, well, when did I buy that leather couch? Right. <laughs> like, right. Who are these people I, right. on the wall? Oh, yeah. right. what, what, what no, on the pictures. I yeah. don't recall owning a teapot. Like, I don't recall. Or, like, like who cleaned up my apartment? Right, right. right. Why are right. the boxes Why? that right. were right. in the corner no longer like, there? Because there's a the yeah. difference. There's a difference between, I would like to think there's a difference between a bachelor's apartment, a Christian, a, a Christian-centered bachelor's apartment, and a cop's. Or not even a cop's, a, a woman's apartment. Yeah, I, I, there's right. so we're likely. talking female and male, and there's probably huge difference in terms of interior yeah. decorating right. choices that are made. Right. Well, and I was going to say something that we didn't find out till later, but yes. <laughs> on average. But yes, right. So just based on that, so that was my first thought. My first thought, and then I felt I felt a little upset that I originally thought of race because yeah. then I thought, one, I'm sad that that's my first thought. And I'm sad that there is something that has made that be my first thought. Mm -hmm. um, but two, it's not completely fair to immediately assume that this is racially motivated. Motivated. Well, right. And I think that's also where people on law enforcement are giving that pushback. They're like, every everything that we do is, and that's true. Everything you do is under a microscope. Also, comma probably should be because you own guns yeah. and you. You uphold the you law. Old, uphold, yes, the law. But, but it it doesn't. It now uh, again, this is not an, a mistake that I would really. You you can make many many mistakes, but taking a man's life should not be like we we're afforded mistakes. No 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 no. This this kind of mistake should not be a thing. Right. Um. But but, it, but it's commonplace. It, it it seems to be commonplace. The the disregard for for the other for the the instant motivation to mm -hmm. kill and ask questions later. Mm -hmm. That seems to be commonplace throughout policing throughout the nation. And, and that's one thing that really causes me, that's one of the factors that causes me to automatically think race whenever I hear about an interaction or a lethal interaction or a deadly interaction with a cop. I'm sorry. That's, I mean, I, can we have a historical perspective on it? Well, I, I mean, I think, I mean, you just look at Baldwin, this whole idea, if it would be almost crazy for people of color not to look at these situations and think of race right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can feel bad about that that's the reality, but it's, it's in fact the reality. And if you go back and look at the history of how police departments even got started, it 
goes back to slave patrols. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so they're they're policing specifically African Americans to ensure that they're not wandering about without you know their master's knowledge, without you know proper their, credentials, right? Their proper <laughs> credentials and all of that. And so this whole idea that policing was created to serve and protect. Well, that's very limited. It was that's not why it was created. Right, it's created <laughs> well, to serve and or protect, protect certain people. Right, right. yeah, right, right. right. It, you, or you know, property, exactly, as the case may be. exactly. Right. Yes. And so their property, <laughs> right, right, their property, which happened to be human beings right. of right. African descent. And so, you know, I just think that, um, you know, we want to give police a lot of leeway and, you know, just rope and stuff. But I don't think that that's necessarily a good thing because it's so difficult to hold people in that group accountable for their actions. You know, I mean, the, the statistics show that, I mean, more whites are killed by police, but it's, if you like disaggregate the information, a lot of times, because I've been looking at that and having arguments with people, they're like, well, white people are killed more by, okay, well, that's accurate, but what are the circumstances behind that? Are they unarmed? Are they, you know, are they just, are they in their house? Are mm -hmm. they selling, you know, CDs? Or, you know, they're playing with a toy gun in the park? I mean, it just seems to me very onerous, the circumstances that African-Americans and people of color are killed right. mm -hmm. by police. And the fact that they're not held um, accountable is what's very distressing. So yes, that is, that is I think, one of the, the, being held accountable, I think, is always the issue, I think, that we're dealing with. So my question to you is, at this point, because we still haven't gotten to the information that we really know, at this point of the information that you knew, let's say Friday, how were people on your social media reacting? What were you seeing? Because I know you all well enough to know by Facebook that you have a mix of friends with a mix of opinions. So what is it that, I don't, Do the I? way that you just smirked at me, you know you're right though. I don't really have, no, You know what, anymore. you might be, yeah, that's, that's true, <laughs> no, not anymore. it's some folk that got chased off. Right? Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that unfollow button, is, it is, it is it's pretty. A thing. It the is mute, the unfollow. When you unfollow, just unfriend. Right. Like, well, I don't unfollow right. people. I, I wish, but there are people that do. I've had some, per, I've had oh, some people I'm actually tell me, bro, I had to unfollow you because you post way too much. And I'm just like, okay, oh. well, then just go ahead and okay. unfriend me. Don't, I mean, I, w I wish that was an option. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, who's, I, I don't ask to be followed, but at the same time, be real about it. Yeah. But that's a different, that's that's a whole different, different discussion for a different day. And actually, <laughs> likely will be another one because social media and so, social justice media, social media justice, what, however you want to put that. Right. <laughs> That's also a thing. Right. But so, so as far as the um, social media thing, I would say, so A, to your race question, I didn't know the race of the officer, but I, I don't know if I, the first thing I saw was with a picture or if it was just who I saw sharing it, right? So I'm not really on Facebook no more like that, so I'm on Twitter all the time. <laughs> and... Um, I mean, when you see Sean King share a police You kind of know. Like, you're like, you know, right. Even yeah. if it's not a picture, like, I know what this is about. Or, like, you know, yeah. it's not just, it was because Sean King wasn't the first one I saw. But, like, you know, just based on the people you follow, when I saw, like, the activist people, the black activist people, I was like, oh, well, pretty much know what the deal is here. And, and I did pretty 
I know that I was introduced to the whole idea of, does this really make sense? I don't know if I buy this story. I saw that on social. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, maybe I'm just like too credulous. But I was just like, okay. I, be- I believe that the woman, I mean, maybe this is bad. Maybe this is my bias or whatever. But I was not shocked by the idea that a cop felt like they could shoot anyone at any time. Despite the fact that they were in the wrong. What? Has, have we learned anything yeah. over the last four, five, six, seven, how many years have black people been in America? Uh, several hundred years? Of course cops think they can shoot people if they have even the slightest notion that they might be in the right, and sometimes not even that. So I wasn't just shocked by the idea that she walked in somebody else's house and shot them, but then I saw on social the idea that like, so she thought this was her apartment, but it was locked, so how did she think it was her apartment if she couldn't get into it? That's when I was introduced to the whole, like, social was where I heard that idea of this story sounds fishy. And see, no one, um, none of my friends um, posted it where I saw it was the WFAA post. Mm. And so I start reading it and I become like, what? I don't understand what's happening here. This doesn't make sense. And so then, you know, a few people um, on my timeline that I'm friends with, you know, I see it start um, bubbling up to the surface and so at that point I can kind of go to Twitter you know and other start researching um, right and just kind of seeing what is going on but I just thought it was crazy that first we don't know it's just an officer we don't know they're not going to release a name we don't know a gender but I was confident that it was probably like I was going to be shocked if it wasn't a white police officer and a person of color that was killed. Hmm. And it's sad mm. that, it's, that it's shocking. It, 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 it's disconcerting that, it, that it's come to that kind of you know, shock when it doesn't happen as the norm you know, that we've seen perpetuated throughout history. Yeah, that, that, I, that's one of the reasons, I, you know, from the beginning, I didn't want to make assumptions and whatnot, but I mean, the information that was slowly coming out seemed to conflict, it, mm-hmm. it seemed to conflict itself I mean, just as it was coming out. And I understand the developments were ongoing and whatnot, and the, and the different uh, authoritative entities had to do their investigations and, and whatnot, but at the same time, if you're saying that you're gonna be transparent, you know, give credible updates mm-hmm. and acknowledge fault where fault is, is where, where fault happens. Well, and that, but that, uh, you're right, and I think that that is such a, um, just morally centered way of looking at things and by nature um, entities such as a police department, a corporation, you know, they, their first instinct is self-preservation. Right, to protect the institution. Right, right. and so truth, what is right, what is accurate. It's carefully is crafted. Carefully, and it's secondary. Right. Hmm. And so when you approach things of this nature from that standpoint, it makes the public, they, they want us to trust and believe, but you know, it's, it's been proven too often, you know, once police cam video gets released or this gets released, and they're like, oh, well no, it really wasn't the way you said it, and so it makes it really difficult for public and people, particularly in African American communities, to trust, um, you know, a police department because you're really not trying to you're trying to cover bases for your entity. Right. So let me ask this. At this moment, because I think a lot of the 
issues that I'm hearing a lot of people yell, even with, and we'll keep going so that you guys know uh, what we have learned since the original um, story. But I think that there is a mismatch um, with expectation and reality um, in terms of our system, how the system works, um, and um, I guess I want to ask you guys, what was your expectation at that point? And aside from the fact that there is a, stop it, stop it. <laughs> it's like, it's also because like I see his face and I like, hear words that he's not actually saying <laughs> because I've known I'm him sorry. for too so, long. I'm, so I'm so really, so I'm just sitting here making faces and I really am trying not to. But. But what is your expectation? Yeah. Well, okay, so okay, let, let me let me change that. What would be your hope? Let's start there. What? How would you have hoped that this situation have played have played out? Well, have we got to have we got to the entire timeline or revelation at of, this point? Okay, at this point, what was your hope for what you ex? <laughs> what was your hope <laughs> for what you expected? The police department to do like what is it that you understand would have happened at this point you're in timeout you're just in timeout <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm also asking this because as far as i know none of us have ever been police officers Not true Not so um i was from, married to one though for 23 years so then oh, listen you ain't tell me that miss liz now wait a minute now well, i didn't Breaking i didn't news. i know yeah. right so i i kind of have like a little you know an, uh, an insider window into how they operate particularly the dallas police department and well it's it's kind of shocking i'm i it's really not i guess i'm kind of like immune to it so i i have a very jaded yeah. perspective and sense of what you know is probably going on because of side note have you ever read the police officer's bill of rights no actually i haven't okay what's that it's it's their legal protections that have been uh garnered through police associations all across the nation like each okay, I, I believe gotcha. each department has their own or what have you i don't know if there's so a it's master like it's like a broad set of standards essentially for police contracts standards like and this is what you're supposed to fight for in your union contract got you standards in particular it, it like in other states the reason i ask that is because of the um cooling off period that i've found hmm. um after a police shooting cops are granted a uh cooling off period or a cooling down period in order to you know rest collect themselves get together with their counsel whether legal or loyal and and work out their story before information before they're allowed to be investigated or uh, interviewed by investigators pertinent to whatever case that they're involved in. Yes, that part I knew, and they're also um, they have the option to ask for um, professional counseling. You know, like right out of the gate too. But is that for mm -hmm. office uh, for officer involved shooting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But is that because that's not what this okay, so let's go ahead and just roll the rest of this out because we're gonna I think now at this point we're gonna keep circling back to what we yeah. haven't said. So what we now know, go for what you now know. And as I said before, uh, Jack and I'll be on standby if there's something that we need to fact check because before we go to this point too, I wanna make sure this is my personal, personal opinion um, that I wanna put out there is that we need to be very careful what information we are putting on social media. Yeah. 
we need to be very, very careful what information we're, we're talking about with our friends right. um, because what has happened, I think, if we start looking and we'll get to some of the, the assumptions or the rumors a little bit later, but as these rumors keep playing out, all it is doing is clouding the issue right. and all it does is like fuel the fire for a fire that probably doesn't even need to be started. Like we we got enough fire to tend to. Why we start? Why we burning down more forests? Like let's get to this one. So um, I want to make sure that we're making sure that we're following that rule as well. So if we throw something out there and we don't know, I want to make sure I have the computer here and I can go to it and look it up real quick, or Jack can look at it and see if we know that it's fact or fiction or um, assumption. But from what we understand now, and now throw it all out. Now, at this moment, right now. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, going back to your original question, but also answering this, uh, the uh, police chief's uh, first uh, press conference, you know, when she announced that uh, they were waiting on a warrant to be issued and whatnot, um, that the Texas Rangers would be taking over the, or doing an independent investigation and that they would be relying on that DPD would be relying on the Texas Rangers investigation and whatnot. I, I wish there was a little bit more transparency in that. Why haven't we heard from a representative or the uh, or um, you know the uh, crisis managers for <clears throat> the Texas Rangers? They've yet to speak within the past three days. Mm -hmm. Well, I now I'm trying to find it. You're right. It says okay. Here it is. The Texas Rangers postponed charges against cop who fatally shot man. So we where was, know. Where was that posted? Uh, let me see. Let me pull. Is that it's, the most see, recent one that you This said? is CNN. Okay. Really? Uh-huh. This was updated today, 4.06 p.m. So Eastern like time. Gotcha. Okay, so 3.06 for us. So that came, that must have come after that uh, screenshot of. Uh, yes, that you posted. Uh, let's see. Can you read that too? Also, yeah. while you're pulling that up, I also want to point out, so um, right before we got started, I had the opportunity to talk with two gentlemen who are um, involved with uh, the police force um, or retired fire, and they gave me some more perspective of how everything works, and of course you can join in on some of these things as well since you have a little bit more background and knowledge. Um, so I want to make sure that we're also giving I, I want to make sure that I share that information as well. And one of the things that he had said is that the Texas Rangers aren't going to say anything because at this point, they have to start from the very beginning. Right. Um, so I think a lot, of, a lot of people are like, well, we should have heard this, we should have heard that. Technically, if you want them to do their job properly, we probably shouldn't have heard anything yet. Like, they have to go from beginning. They can't just jump in on the Dallas Police Department their their investigation, which is I think what's being said is like, but why see, can't you pick up? And you you can't. They have to start from the beginning. But see, this is where language matters. Yes. And this is where transparency yes. matters because of the fact that if the Texas Rangers were invited, mm -hmm. keyword invited, mm -hmm. by the DPD, I would think I'm living under the assumption that they would be invited in to acknowledge that invitation, as an investigative resource. I mean, I think I think part of the idea of bringing in the Texas Rangers. So when I heard the Texas Rangers were involved, um, I, now that I think about it more, my feelings are a little bit more ambivalent, but initially I was like, oh good, at least it's not DPD investigating DPD. That's what I thought. And I know like internal affairs, I'm sure DPD has an internal affairs office, but right. um, internal affairs still reports to the same police chief, still has, uh, there are still interests within DPD 
whether or not you're on the internal affairs side of minimizing uh, harmful information about the department, right? So it was nice, to me I thought it was a good idea that somebody external was brought in. Right. And I also see from that perspective why you would completely ignore as much as you can about what DPD has, has done. Has done. Because yeah. you're like, no, I don't care what you say. And they didn't even, from what I understand is, they, they didn't even look at, they couldn't look at what was already discovered. Um, and I think you're right in that language They still could have said something, though. They, I'm not, listen, I said they could not and should not have, based on my information. <laughs> but what I do think when I hear the words they were invited was to let you know that they didn't take this away from us. We oh. wanted them here. Right. And, and I know that, again, it's about what you, how you interpret words. But for me... Um, and from what uh, this gentleman had said is it is very, very, very rare, almost unheard of that DPD gives their case away. Well, that's um, probably because it wasn't, she wasn't on, on duty. duty. And that's another yeah. thing that he wanted to point out. He said what people are missing or what he thinks people are missing is that when they originally started investigating, um, she called the police. Mm -hmm. And it was not clear that she was not on duty. No. That's what, that's, I'm, I'm telling you what he has told me. What they were under the impression, he said, and the reason that I am aware of this is because if they are, if it is a, an, a cop in the line of duty, if it is somebody who is on duty at the time, there are different people who come out to that investigation. So the people who were on the scene at that point were people who were on the scene under the impression that it was an officer-involved shooting, not... On, on duty. Yes. Okay. Not, not, like, considered a civilian, which means that now we've got two separate cases. So when she says that they had had a warrant and they had to take it back, what's happening is because during the process when they first got there... When they got there and they saw that he was he was shot, or at this time he hadn't been pronounced dead, but he was shot, they're thinking it was an officer-involved shooting. She's on duty. She's in full uniform. They're thinking it's an officer-involved shooting. And so they're issuing whatever orders with that in mind. That was sometime between 10, 10 o'clock um, Thursday night and Friday morning, right? Uh-huh, and then when they realized that it was not, they had to go back and completely relook at it, which right. is why that warrant cannot stand anymore, which is another thing that they were talking about in terms of manslaughter and murder, which we'll talk about that too, what the, the differences are, because I think everybody's calling for one or the other and not understanding necessarily, but also there are other things at play that I didn't know about um, that may help or hurt her, but, um, the reason that the, the detectives were calling for manslaughter and the judge said, no, this is technically murder. So I'm not signing. Right. I'm not, I'm not signing this. I will sign oh, that. Wow. That's new information that we found out. And like so. Today. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, so I thought they were, they had rescinded this warrant. I thought that they were no longer asking for a manslaughter warrant and they just weren't asking for a warrant. You're saying essentially they went to a judge and the judge was like, there will be no manslaughter warrant for this murder case? Well, okay. Right. So the judge is saying this should be a murder. I will sign. The judge said, I will sign a warrant for murder. Right. 
So now here's so the here's that, the issue. Now here's the have issue. They applied yes, for that we're going to read to that in just a second. Um, the other issue is is that now that DPD is no longer involved, and again, please note that this is information that I am getting and relaying from a phone call that I just had like an hour ago. So. I don't even play a cop on TV. Don't quote me on this. <laughs> I'm just telling oh, you what God. I had heard and what I'm interpreting. <sighs> See, you found something else. Because that deep sigh generally means that he's found something <laughs> somewhere else that has angered him no, um, a I was, lot. I was, just, I, was just, I was just looking for, for um, information about what you said about, about, um, about whether or not there's enough information for a warrant. Uh, and what there's enough information for a warrant for and why the warrant and, was rescinded. And I think that's the other thing is that the Texas Rangers, so what they said is they had to go from the very beginning. And another little thing that he put in there is what he said was... He being the police officer. Yes, the, the source that I talked to okay. that I will not name names and I will also make sure that I say what I found from, um, or what I heard from him specifically versus what I've just heard out in the atmosphere. So I want to make sure that that's clear as well. Um, what I heard from him was that had, had they known from the beginning that it was not, that it was in fact a, an off-duty person, technically civilian, had they known that it was a civilian, they would have arrested her then. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is my question then, because if she was coming off of a 12-hour shift. Mm -hmm. The assumption is then that it was an off-duty job, right? So, and that's what he was saying was very clear. He said the issue is, and, and this is where it gets muddy for me too, because the issue is she is technically off-duty. However, however, it is not an officer um, involved shooting because it wasn't on the job. Right. She wasn't committing a job. However, because we can throw in 19 howevers, because she was in full uniform, she's still considered on duty. So there's like, this is where it gets really muddy, is because she is technically supposed to act as if she is on duty until she is out of uniform, gotcha. which means yeah. that how she acted and I know this is getting ahead of ourselves, but how she reacted to the situation um, should have been the way that a police officer would have reacted. And why? I, if they were on duty. If they were on duty, because she was in full uniform. Okay, so this, this, and so this leads me to my other question. So when she calls, once she shoots mm -hmm. both of them, mm -hmm. she must have then and this is just my assumption given what I know, used her police radio and not her cell phone. So this is what's actually confusing for me, and I did not get that, and I didn't have that question until five seconds ago when we were talking about what he said. Um, because the video, I don't know if you've seen the video recently, it's from the Daily Mail. Um, there is a, a, an article which I had some qualms with because they talked about her shooting an elite officer shooting so and so, so and so. Right. See, all them uh, faces, the uh, way that, well, all uh, the way that the faces. Well, because what? elite, she's been on the force five years. That's she was far in a, from all elite. I'm telling Apparently, you is the word elite. I so think it's an elite squad, is what they're saying. What I read was that she works in, um, 
and she's the only female unit? she's like the only unit? female on that squad and it's considered an elite squad so maybe she's not an elite officer per se but she is on an elite squad however comma the daily mail called her an elite officer and i be feeling it i'd be feeling some kind of way because as we said words mean things and the way that you decide that you're going to color this does impact how people are hearing the information and if you color it as she's an elite officer then people start thinking well if she's an elite officer she then this judgment. had to have been justified right she's and, had extra training yep surely she's been on more than five, five years, years. Right. you know but and i also read that i mean and this might be jumping ahead that she's had this is not her second right shooting right there was one last year there was one last year yes i that did read that yeah. right but but it was but hold on hold on okay. let's go let's go because right. right. we, we, right. we're going to jump things, all over the place anyway i just things decided i want to bring up during this i mean because of the fact that okay so i get the fact that she was in uniform and that she had to do due diligence in order to contact certain people within the police force in order to in order to get the right response team. That's a concern. That one, that's one concern for me, that there's a different response team for officer-involved shootings than regular shootings. Is 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 that that adds a little bit of cloud to I'm my to, to my I'm trying to feel how I'm trying to figure out how I feel about that. Because I understand what you're saying, but I'm trying to figure out how I feel feel about I understand that there's, the act, there's added that, layers of, of responsibility that need to be looked at like that there, there needs to be considered and whatnot but for her and to, I think but it's in this also situation different expectations of what to find or what's acceptable and then when did they find out that it wasn't an officer involved shooting that she was off duty during that during that investigation process like during and it's technically not investigation because she technically hadn't been questioned but then also added to my yes. confusion and to my to the tangled web of, of information confusion that's been released that's yeah. been released right um there's video posted from a resident within that same complex mm-hmm. of the officer um pacing back and forth that's the one i was talking about from the daily mail and then also the video where um where they were uh bringing uh yes and that was so hard to watch it was that was so hard to watch you haven't seen it because she's she's pacing back and forth um so she's pacing back and forth and then you see both them being pulled out on the gurney and they're working on him as he's being pulled past her um and it was hard to watch and so to, so to them, the people who are there are thinking, so now, now what adds to that, I think to, well, I don't know if it adds to it so much as it's also a part of it. Um, with, with your question, I think from what I understand is there are certain expectations of what, um, how an officer responds and how, of course, a civilian is allowed to respond. And so the difference in teams would be to investigate that, perhaps. Okay. Okay. So what he was saying is technically, not technically, if you are a civilian um, and you come home and you open your door um, and you find someone in your apartment, you can shoot them legally and kill them. You can. Right. As a civilian. As yeah, an, but you would definitely get arrested anyway. You'd be arrested on the spot and be and be charged right. with murder until and the, until the investigation. Sitting in loose area while they're working out their investigation. And so anyway. what he's saying is is no, 
from my understanding, and I might want to clarify that, but from my understanding is what he's saying. I understand that you don't believe that. I get what you're saying with your eyebrows. Yeah, but what no, I'm saying right, no, is... I, yes, I don't believe that at all. Right, right. I, I'm sure that, that I believe that's saying, the policy. Uh, yes, according to law. Um, and, and so what I'm saying is, is with the teams, though, if that's the... If that's the thing, what he's saying is, is a police officer in that same situation cannot do that. They are not protected by that. Oh, that's interesting. So if you're a co- it's hilarious because like, like, right. In some ways, the law reflects the idea that people who walk around with guns and are like enabled to use those guns on behalf of the state should be held to a higher standard However, of how they use those guns. Right. Um, but then in practice, they are held to a lower standard. So there, what he was saying is, is technically, if you are, especially if you're in full uniform, you're considered as a peace officer. So you have to, until you're out of uniform, you have to act as if you are still in uniform. Meaning that she's not protected by the same rules that a civilian would. So if she walks into her apartment and she sees someone there, she is supposed to act accordingly in terms of what's in line, in accordance with a peace officer. Okay, so I, I have, um, I know a fair number of cops, and I know based on my experience of them, my strong assumption is that if they walked into their house <laughs> and there was someone there that was not supposed to be there, that person would be dead. I'm not sure that they've ever said that to me, but like, come on. Um, so I'm wondering, with your... Right, that, I mean, because um, my ex worked uh, the graveyard shift for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'd be at home by myself with my kids, and we had a revolver. I never shot it, yeah. mm-hmm. but I was confident that if I needed to, yeah. I could figure out how to do it. And he had once informed me that, you know, it's best if they're approaching or have um, a leg, a foot, something in your domain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you just shoot through the door, yeah. Yeah. then there's problems. And you Which shoot, is appropriate because well, you don't, you Well, know. and I think here's another interesting, you shoot to kill. And I think that's why police officers do this now is because dead people can't tell their side of the story. Right. So, you know, once... And so so now this is what's interesting. Hold on. You know what? Sorry. You keep trying to show me this, and I want you to read this. I'm sorry. Because right. I want us we to get to, to this, so this, this thing on the board, because this is also how I figure things out. Please ignore my horrible handwriting, but I have to write it out, and I have to see actual words to know the actual things. But go ahead and read your... Th- I'm going to give you to... I mean, the figurative. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, this this afternoon, after asking you know questions of myself and meditating and all that kind of stuff, found uh, it was posted on Facebook um, a screenshot of a uh, post from Philip T. Kingston for Dallas, uh, coming from his Facebook uh, page, that says, "I never got an explanation from DPD, but I have other sources." On Friday at around seven o'clock a.m., DPD determined that there's that this was not an officer-involved shooting (OIS) and decided to seek arrest warrant. Uh, But there was an initial disagreement over whether to charge the crime as a murder or manslaughter. Legally, it's murder because the shooter's intent was to kill. She may have a reasonable or unreasonable uh, mistake of fact as to whether the shooting was justified, but that doesn't change the initial charge. Someone apparently wanted the 
wanted the officer charged only with manslaughter. So DPD called a judge who told them they would not sign a warrant for manslaughter because that wasn't the crime that they were describing. Uh, but he would sign a warrant for, uh, for murder. That apparently threw DPD into a tailspin, and subsequently the decision was made to hand the decision, to hand the investigation over to the Texas Rangers, who DPD says told them to stop seeking any warrant whatsoever. The, the Rangers have not made a corroborating public statement that mm -hmm. I can find. I'm now hearing that the Rangers don't want the case and aren't working it leaving precisely no one in charge. The result is that Mr. Jean uh, is on a slab while the officer can sleep in her own bed. And so that also is my issue. But I will also say that I'd, in the conversation that I had with him a, an hour ago, okay. I was about to say a year ago, that is a long time. <laughs> um, an hour ago, they are still involved. The Texas Rangers. Yes. Right. So. Hence the re hence my question about right. the public statement or about making right. it visible. I th well, that I you're think, involved. but right. so, so we know. So, right. but here's the thing: is is transparency. Like, it, okay. Well, first of all, they ain't say they were gonna be transparent. No. The, the, DPD said they were gonna be. Like, I'm just saying. But at but, least but transparent I understand that they have received they have this received the case and that yes. they've accepted it. Right. Well, and I think, right. but so the thing is, is under, I, I'm under the impression that it was clear that they're working on the case. And again, I think that comes down to like what you said with words mattering and, and how we even just talked about our interpretation of the same words were, were different but there's, before. There's been and so I think that that, to, to your point, then yes, actually saying, yes, hi, we're here. We're not going to tell you what we know, but we are here and we are working the case would probably go a long way. Right. A very long way. But we do know as of today that they are postponing charges. So where they are postponing charges. Originally Well charges have well, so, been postponed. And that's the thing since, is so <laughs> according to the them shooting. is they're not postponing charges. According to them, they now have the case from what they understand. So again, the way it was set out originally is the charge that they were they were for whatever warrant that they had. Chief Renee Hall was waiting yes, for the that, charge but of that manslaughter was under, to be brought. But that was under DPD. Right. And so what I'm saying mm -hmm. is, is they're not postponing anything. They've never made a charge. Right. So DPD is the only one who originally was Saw waiting. The yeah, they were on, they were the only ones seeking charges, and they were seeking charges under with that understanding that it was an officer involved, whatever. When they started arguing within the department in terms of, and not necessarily arguing that that sounds bad. That's not what I mean. Debate, to, and maybe not so much debate so much as they they're disagreeing with how they're seeing whatever the evidence is. When she realized, at least this is what was said, um, not by him, but something else that I read, um, was that when she realized that there was a disagreement on how to proceed, she opted to go outside of the department. She being, she the, being chief the chief. Of the chief. Okay. The chief opted to go outside of the department because there was a disagreement within the department. Is this and so? Is this your understanding of what is happening, or is this information that's in, or do you are you using the influence of of the cop that you spoke with earlier? The way that he rolled it out to me okay. was originally they thought this was an officer involved shooting. That's why they sought the charges that they sought. Within that process, there was a disagreement in terms of what should happen. 
He even indicated he oh, had his own op- opinion on what he thought should happen. But there was a disagreement. So the chief then decided, since we can't decide internally what to do, we're going to bring in the Texas Rangers. Now that the Texas Rangers are here, they cannot pick up what they were seeking because they didn't even agree. So now the Texas Rangers have to go from the very beginning and come up with their own conclusion on what to do. The additional part to that is that timing has now changed. So if they had gone to the scene originally, understanding that this was not an officer-involved shooting where she was shooting while on the job, they would have arrested her at that time. And she would have been in jail. She probably would have been released. Um, Whatever, yeah, whatever that process. But she would have been processed, I think, is what's important to know. They cannot, they can't go from there because that time has already passed. What he's now saying is because they, at some point, there was a change where they said, oh, this is no longer officer involved. We are now looking at you as a murder suspect. And he said they probably told her, we are now looking at you as a murder suspect. And at that point, she probably shut down and got her attorney. And now she cannot be arrested because they didn't arrest her at that point, at that moment. So they could have arrested her on the scene. They cannot now go back and do it. Why would that? That's. I mean, I, I buy that. That sounds like something that would happen in the legal system. Sure. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. What's the rationale? I, I, I mean. Because that wouldn't happen to... So I think that's like you or I, and so if she, if if they determined that it was not an officer-involved shooting, and she is in fact a civilian, Mm -hmm. right? We're all civilians sitting here at this table. I I find it hard to believe that I'd be sleeping in my bed. Yeah. Right. We could have gotten snatched up that same night or any night subsequent to that event. Right. Well, so, and, the, and the, the thing is, is that the Texas Rangers are now saying, well, not they're now saying, but what he's saying is, is because they're not, they weren't there the night of, that time has passed. Okay, of course. And so she cannot, and, well, I mean, and because of that, the information that she gave them at that point, she's now lawyered up at this point. Okay. We don't know that for sure. I'm just saying he said, I'm pretty sure that they've told her she's a murder suspect. And if she is, in fact, a murder suspect, then she probably shut down. He doesn't know that. I don't know that. I don't know if she got a lawyer. Maybe y'all, if y'all know some things that we don't know, y'all can throw that in there. And eventually, I'll turn around and look because I keep forgetting it's on. <laughs> but um, the but what he's saying is, is now they can't do anything because she now has a lawyer. The information that they got before was when she was an officer involved shooting and they got information at that point. Now they can't, they can't use that information. Here's, here's what I find interesting. And we keep going in giving, circles too. Giving this, uh, everything you've just laid out, Janelle, then it seems to me that, and it, it sounds very, I'm very just, I, I don't trust I, these I entities. That. So. If one, okay, we're saying that they had um, internal disagreements in the police department, but once they realize that she's a civilian and you go ahead and then don't, you give up the case and it has to start from beginning, you've shuffled this off knowing she's going to have more time. She gets to go home. I mean, I don't believe for one second that they thought, oh, you know, we're doing this to be, um, just transparent, it's not just that. I think it's also to give her a layer of 
protection and opportunity mm -hmm. to get all of her ducks in a row. But they made, but they made sure, uh, police, hall, uh, uh, police Chief Hall made sure to tell us in her press conference that they did take a blood and urine sample. Which also, comma, let me just point out that he also said to me that they took that, she, she agreed to do it. When? She agreed to do it on the scene because, of course, they had to do it within a certain a certain right. period of period time. Of time. Right, right. But what he said is they could not do that unless they had the proper cause. So that means because I was at that Jack would be the point where I threw something on the floor. Remember when I was looking at yeah when I looked at you and I was like oh, be I was mad because at this point of course we um, my my like holy my holy temper tantrum where I just throw some like a pin on the floor and that's all it is. Um, but um, yeah no I I from from the beginning of course there was this the rumor that said that she um, that she was possibly inebriated or what have you, which I also had some other questions. Cause I'm like, if you inebriated and how are you in full uniform? Right. Cause I, I, I haven't, yeah. again, I haven't been a police officer in my but, life. And we but don't I know tell you where she was doing her off duty employment. They do off duty employment at bars True. all over the place. And so she could have finished her shift if she was at such a location, said, okay, I'm gonna have a beer, That's whatever, a we, we don't well, know. And it's also a good point that in that situation, to be fair, if we're gonna, if we're gonna look at both sides, to be fair, it's also possi possible that if she were there, all they needed was cause, and, and, she, and that could be that they smelled it on her. So if they spilled something on her, it is quite possible that that could happen too. Right. So I'll, I'll, to play devil's advocate, this doesn't necessarily mean that she consumed it. Um, I just, I just want to get to, I just want to write down. You're writing down timelines. Yeah. I appreciate Christian that. Christian is out here okay. making a timeline like we do an investigation. Like, no, seriously, like this behind, is the I'm sure. Pod investigation. Right, it's the, the Echoes on Air podcast investigation. This is our police board. We're getting things worked out. I'm going to get um, some string. Okay. To CA Suter. Oh, by the way, I believe that person said hi to both of you. Hey, um, Kathy. So, uh, to answer your question, I don't know how much of a lag this is on, but to answer your question, we are under the impression that the Texas Rangers are actually working the case. At least I am from the information that I got. I do know that the information that Christian posted on his page said something to the effect of they have decided not to. But the information that I got a little while after that was posted said that they were involved. Um, what a disaster. So, and I think, so. Oh, okay, so now this. here's my other thing, and I'm gonna throw this out here as well. I'm a big proponent of we get to feel how we feel, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a really big, I say that a lot. You get to feel how you feel. Whether someone justifies it or not, if you feel that way, you get to feel how you feel. So I do think that we get to feel upset and angry and whatever the case may be. But I'm wondering if we need to just sit down for a second and tell me what you think. Because sometimes I think, at least from the Thursday point, we're, we're watching all this unfold. Now, the issue is we don't trust them to do it. And I know that that is the underlying issue of it all, is we don't trust um, our legal system to work in a way that is fair for all people that it supposedly protects. Um, and I get that. But when we're calling for people to be arrested for murder or for manslaughter, or it should be murder, it should be manslaughter, or it should be this or should be that, should we just sit down for a second and wait? Or what is your opinion? Because, and I'm saying that also because we have all these rumors that keep popping up that we have to keep putting back down and being like, nah, she didn't know him. She had only lived in the apartment for a month. 
She did not know him, but they of course, dating. that That's picture fun. that you guys keep seeing circulate on the internet is not real. That was not her. What is your opinion there? Is there a point that we should just wait? Like at this point, because we know that this happened at 10 p.m. on Thursday. Right. And and I'm not saying at I'm not saying even Sunday. I'm just saying we we were right there with it at fri- Friday on right. Friday at seven o'clock in the morning. Should we have waited for a second until Friday night? Should we have waited? Waited a bit? for well, what? I understand what you're saying. I'm just. I mean, I I, under, I and I understand what you're proposing or the question you're you're positing, but I'm like, wait for what? I think that's very difficult to do, particularly in this um, social media technology, you know, era that we live in because WFAA posts, okay, this is what happened. And so they post that and you start reading and you're like, huh? She, she was at, she was on the wrong floor. That's not her apartment. And so, you know, given the limited information that originally came out, people of course had questions because it sounds sounds ridiculous. It sounds absolutely crazy. So, you know, I don't, I don't think people could wait because I think if you do that, if you wait, then it, it gives people time. One, our attention spans, or many of us, our attention spans are really limited. And so then if you wait a couple of days, then you have to go back and start researching, well, what happened and what? So if you're doing this in real time, at least you're knowing what's occurring. In real time, and what questions to ask? But we also okay. should be—we all should be taking an examination of who should wait. Or, I mean, you, when you say we should we wait, are we talking about the general public? Are we talking about the—I mean, because for the general public at this point in time, because of the because of the just the sheer amount of information that's out there, mm-hmm. you know, and the limited information that we've received from those in authority, um, and the way it's being reported. One, uh, because yesterday I saw um, that, or this morning it may have been—I've forgotten when. That Dallas Morning News was, or Dallas News was reporting something different than WFAA as, a, as, as, uh, as it pertains to the identity of the officer and how they knew each other, or if they knew each other. So, like, you have the tidbits of information. The, the I don't know if it was just coded language that that, that uh, Chief Renee Hall was was offering in her um, press in her press conference. I, I mean, because you can read between the lines and see that she's just as confused and combobulated by this whole situation as the next person. Yeah. But at the same time, you know the, that's the reason. That's the reason I keep on asking: Where is the representative from the Texas Rangers willing to say we have uh, we have the report, or we are working this case, or here's our involvement, or we don't know? I mean, and that's also leading to people's confusion. So I'm just uh, so at the end of the day, I admit I've been consumed by this. This mm-hmm. whole thing has broken my heart. It, mm-hmm. it causes me to be distracted from everything that I should be doing, mm-hmm. and I'm focusing on how is justice going to be seen here? And how are we going to hold those elected persons and those persons that have been placed in office accountable? I mean, you can, you can have all the press conferences you want all day long, but don't come up and make jokes about the Dallas listen, Cowboys. Listen, because let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I and almost I came off the head. Listen, I'm going to look directly in the camera. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how angry I was at that last, comment but you, when you uh, came when you okay now a fun question and then the, are the cowboy 
and then I the and then the recording stops online. Right. <laughs> but but right. it's like I I get that everybody has. You a didn't foot. see this? Uh-uh. No, no, no. no. Oh, I posted it on my page and quite angrily I was like, let me tell you how outraged I am. It was this, that yeah. that some, we will find that we're actually going to take a break in a second. But um, it, it was the town hall meeting that uh, Senator Royce West and Chief Renee Hall had after, after Chief Renee that. Hall's uh, uh, press show. conference. Okay. Right. Yes. And they were at, and they started talking about you know uh, both them uh, Jean and the complexity of the situation and and her perspective. And it was such a weird shift too. Right, but then the shift changed to where. So how about those cowboys? Like really? It was uh, such. A, it was Senator Royce West, yeah. unfortunately. Well, and so I get, I get, that. I get. I want to put this out there. I wanna, Everybody I, was like, "Oh well." <laughs> I just, I just want to put this out here. Everybody has a foot and mouth moment. Everybody makes mistakes. I understand. Mm. Everybody has those awkward, has those awkward, contentious, contentious uh, uh, moments to where we don't know what to say and we fill it in with just stuff that we look back on and say, eh, maybe "This I was a poor said decision." That. Right. But at the same time, yeah, I've had those like the levels. in my house. You know, at a, right. at a bar. Not right. when I'm talking about the murder of a, a citizen. You know what I mean? Like I've 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 had those. You know what there's I mean? A level and there's of a cute guy I like. I don't know, but it's not when we're talking about and in yeah. front of the no. you know camera as often. I, I'm I, sorry, he doesn't get a pass. You don't get Perhaps. that, and not and not like that either. You can say a lot of foot and mouth situation, but you that you can and right. you see how this is blown up. Right. And I was like, take the temperature. In the room. Right. Take the temperature in the you room. You see people there thirsty for information, but you want to joke. And, I, and information you ain't even give us. Because that whole thing, I was like, I, like, so why did I come here? Why am I here? Right. Y'all gave me no information. Why am I here? Mm. So yes. y'all just got up on stage and said names and said people. So it sounded like we were talking about right. a thing we were talking about. And that's and contributing like, to so the confusion. what do you think about this? No, no. No, no. And and I was mad that she was about to respond. Right. Awkwardly. Awkward. I mean, she was, she she was had definitely well, awkward. At least she had some sense. There, she was, she was taken was off guard. And, it, and I'm sure she was like, I mean, I think. but And, and so if anybody was going to get a pass, I probably would have given her the pass right. for that moment. Because how do you respond to that? Like, I... Uh, I mean, I okay, but can I be honest and say that like I was a little bit more optimistic for this police chief, so I'm actually really happy that she was not the one that was the source of this foolishness. Whereas like Royce West, well, you know, (laughs) we kind of know we 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 know what to expect of many of our long-term black leaders in Dallas, and it's not always the best. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say in response to your question about what should we wait, when do we need to take action. This, to me, sounds like the perfect situation where we need to be taking action as much as possible. Because it sounds to me like what we've described is a situation where the people in power have differing opinions. Mm -hmm. So we have a judge somewhere out there who agrees with what I imagine is the sentiment of the community, which is that this is a murder and it should be treated as a murder. And then we have warring factions within DPD, half of which say manslaughter, half of which say murder, half of which say it's a cop, leave them alone, they can do whatever they want. And then we have the Texas Rangers, and no one knows what they think, but based on the fact that since they've been involved, there has been less activity, we can suspect... Well, there's been less seen true, true. activity. Sorry. There's been less seen <laughs> Let's activity. Let's be clear. I'm going I'm, to guess. I'm hoping that there are more ants behind the wall, but... Well, okay, let's even. Let's I don't give have them a, good historical context for y'all to oh. share on the Texas See, Rangers. Right. I'm well, sorry. Also, they, Why they the were name. formed... 
what in the 30s, 40s, 50s, what they did along the border with people um, of Hispanic descent or, I mean, it's, you know, I spent a whole semester at TCU in the Texas collection there doing some research on the Texas Rangers. It's not good. It's, it's just not good. Well, now, now, I'm hoping, you know, I mean, you know, hope springs eternal hope, and they could have been, <laughs> it could have been proved, but, you know, we're talking about still law enforcement. It's just a different to branch me, of law I'm enforcement. I'm hearing Texas Rangers, Dallas Police Department. What's the constituency of the Texas Rangers? Who is in political power in Texas? What's the constituency of the Dallas now Police that Department? You say that, it Who's in political power really in ugly. Dallas? That's yeah. where I, I'm like, it okay, well, it's really nice that someone's ugly. coming in from outside, yeah. but. Uh, it did raise a lot of red flags for me. It, it turned, it made my ears burn when I heard when she said the Texas Rangers have been invited to right. do an independent investigation. I I didn't I, feel I good thing, about that. I didn't feel good about that at all. I, I, I my only thought was somebody outside. That was my thought. My thought yeah. was yes. You're you're attempting to make sure that that you police yourself, and that's and that's what my thought was. I was hopeful, and that what you're saying to that move to me said you know what, I want to make sure that there's no room for anyone to assume right. that we are taking care of her because she is ours. That's right. the hope. That's the hope. That's what I, right. that's that's, what I thought. That's, but, the, but, that's the hope, and I think that's definitely what the appearance and, the, and what they wanted the public to But I infer. would just, again, to the question of action, this yeah. is clearly an issue where we have Within the people in power, they have differing opinions, yeah. and that's where and we that's can where make the most can be heard. impact. Right. If yeah. it's just the people and everybody in power is in agreement about something else, it it, it takes elections. Yeah. If that's the case, yeah. right. but in a case like this, where the people in power are divided, well, all it takes is to for the people to put a thumb on the scale and say, actually, no, we agree with these people in power. We support these people in power. That's We're a very gonna, good point give them just that little edge that they need to make the right thing happen. But we don't know who's saying what. We're gonna no, we so, don't. Right. But we know so, there's division. But, but <laughs> no, th and that's, where, that. that's where community We're solidarity comes into play. We need more people at the different events that are being hosted by Next Generation Action Network, that's being hosted by Mothers Against Police Brutality, that's being hosted by Faith in Texas and the community in order to organize the people and let people downtown and in Austin and whoever else is watching, let them know that the people are concerned. And, and these are the concerns that they're Right, it about. takes community solidarity to put pressure on the people making the decisions as well as those who are trying to hide from making decisions. We're gonna take a quick break because I want us to talk about, when we come back, I want us to talk about the difference between murder and manslaughter so that people understand what's being, what they're asking for and they know what they're, and what's 